event, not because it is dependent on athletes who are th- uh, who are sporting, who are trained by sports, but it is reliant on patriotism and nationalism. Hey, Amir, welcome back to UMC Nari. Thank you for having me here. Well, um, hello everyone. My name is Amir. Um, uh, I have been invited to talk. I have been invited onto this podcast to talk about the Nations Cup, yeah. Nations Cup 2019. Right. So, where do we start? Right. So, um, uh, as I think, did you mention just now that you were also a sports editor for Inai, right? Right. 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 That's so, um, basically, if I'm not mistaken, you cover the sports events and you know, basically write about it. Basically, in Ignite, I am a sports writer for the sports segment in in the student magazine of Ignite. Um, yes, the current big event right now is the Nations Cup. Arguably, the biggest and most emotional event in the Nations Cup, the futsal finals, the the male futsal finals. So it the structure in the Ignite doesn't really give 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 the Nations Cup much justice. But regardless, the Nations Cup. If you come and if you're on the ground, you are going to experience it to the fullest of its emotions, to the fullest of its capacity. Right. So speaking on Nations Cup, right? So um, Nations Cup is one of the, I think it is the biggest event, sporting event in campus. I would say, view. Nations Cup is by far the biggest uh, sporting event, not because it is dependent on athletes who are th- uh, who are sporting, who are trained by sports. But it is reliant on patriotism and nationalism. Yes. That's something that everybody has. Yeah, people don't. People who are patriotic not necessarily have the sports skills or the technical ability of an athlete, but they are encouraged to participate because of their loyalty to the nation or to their friends in certain in certain it circumstances. It makes it more fun as well. Right? Yeah, it makes it more competitive. You know, like sometimes uh, games get more fun when you know it's like boys versus girls or something like that. Mm. It's just something to you know. Uh, Spice it up, I would say. Instead I, of like a normal game, you know, where you just fun. But this one, if you add a bit of you know, competitive spirit into it, then you'll make the game a bit different. I think the Nations Cup, um, the nature of the tournament, of the competition is quite unique. Because you have, the, in football, there's something called a derby. When um, two teams of very close geographical proximity who are basically neighbors, you know, they play in the, each other's backyards, they live in the same household sometimes, right? So, and then they go against each other in a football, in, in a sport, or in this case, football, and it becomes a very tense and fiery affair because it's like you're going, yeah, exactly, you're going against your little brother and you want to win and you want to just show him who's boss. But at the same time, you, so you get that in Nations Cup, you get that rivalry because you are going up against your friends. You're going, you are going up against your colleagues, your classmates, right? So you want to be, there's that, there's that initiative of yours to be better than them. But at the same time, there is this very, um, unifying, there is a very unifying love for the sport. You know, people who participate in Nations Cup, for example, swimming, they're not, most, some of them are, trained athletes and they just love the swimming sport for example they are not necessarily just joining on the pure basis of rivalries but they just love the sport so it is a combined it, the dynamic is such that you have 
the certain side of the spectrum where there are people just com- competing to just be- prove themselves over their friends and colleagues. And at the same time, you have another spectrum of participants who just love the sport and have been going at it at the sport for a while now. So it's a very, it's a very interesting and unique balance that we get here in Nations Cup because we have um, many, many elements. And those are just two of which I can think of the top of my head and that I have seen. And then you have the entire, the entire, the entire aspect of national pride at stake. Uh, you've got, you've got the, the, uh, the Malaysian contingent being the biggest here on campus, right? Um, wanting to, you know, snatch all the goals and, but then, then comes the international students come in, come in and challenge the Malaysian contingent. Unlikely challenges like Sri Lanka, who have by far run Malaysia the closest in terms of total overall champion tallies of the Nations Cup since its inception in 2012. Oh, 2012, yeah, 2012 was the first time Nations Cup came about. And, but then, even then, it was quite, at the start, it was a very small trial run. It was a pilot test. Yeah. And then, they started off with the basic events that they really couldn't get wrong. And then they started branching out. You know, now there's like a multitude of events. Sometimes I lose track of what's going on in Asian's yeah. Cup. I mean, there's, there's a sport called floorball now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw it. It's apparently it's like a miniature hockey. It's like hockey, but indoors. Yeah. And you play with a ball. Well, hockey you play with a ball as well. What, what am I thinking? Yeah, I think hockey is with the puck. Like the, the, you, ice hockey, you play with a puck. Oh, Ice hockey, you play with a puck. But then field hockey, you play with a ball. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, there, there's so many events nowadays that I, I, I personally haven't been able to keep up. But um, it's, an, it's, 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 it's really, really awesome. I'm just curious. Um, are you familiar with who are the overall champions? Uh, who, who are, which countries are only the top contenders for Nations Cup? Okay. Is there, like, always the favourites to win every year? Well, okay. So, I've done my research. For uh, leading in, leading into this podcast, I've had a look back at the records, but unfortunately, the Nations Cup documentation fails in this section because um, it's quite it's quite new. It's quite new. It was only it was it was the first Nations Cup took place in 2012, and even then, it was a pilot run, so we never knew whether it was going to be a fixture on the annual calendar an annual calendar in the Nottingham campus. So. 2012 until I would say three years down the line or yeah three years down the line documentation was very very blur like I scrolled through the Ignite archives and I found one or two articles dating back to 2012 one at the very start of Nations Cup and then the one at the very end covering almost nothing in between no results no sporting incidents whatsoever just basically okay this is what happened um who won overall champion, right? So in terms of documentation, it's really quite bad. But tracing back to maybe the year 2015, we have some data and some records. And from that on, so it's a good five years from now, this would be the fifth year, fifth competition with proper documentation. And I can say that Malaysia and Sri Lanka have run close so far. Yeah, I think uh, Malaysia won the first few by quite a landslide at some point. And then Sri Lanka came to catch up, which is a very surprising uh, occurrence, really, because Sri Lanka, you wouldn't, even on campus, we do, they, don't, they don't obviously have a big presence as compared to we Malaysians. You know, we usually, what we see on campus, we, have, we, we often observe 
a large contingent of Middle Eastern Middle Eastern uh, uh, population. So it's really strange. I think it's it's a testament to the Sri Lankan unity and their passion for the sports. Yeah, really. I mean, I guess everyone will assume that Malaysia will be the one of the big favorites, obviously, because mm. we have a large pool of talent to choose from, right? Compared to other international students where they, they have a limited pool of selection, so they have to work with whatever they have. Is that not like Malaysia, they can just um, organize the selections and they choose the best, but oftentimes uh, international students will just like, find whoever they can to participate in the sport so that at least they have someone to participate and not you know, just give out the free space to somebody else. Mm. So, um, is there any um, events that you are that you think is particularly most exciting every year for Nations Cup? Well, so for a person that, like me, I don't really participate much. I don't really go and watch the games and I don't really know what's going on. Mm-hmm. So, for a newcomer who want to pick a nice event that guarantees to excite me, what would you suggest? Well, the height, the climax of the Nations Cup for the past five years has always been the male futsal, the male futsal competition. However, the, 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 football, competition, the football competition has run close behind the, behind the male futsal uh, competition. So, because um, I think it's... The futsal gains a quite high attendance record in terms of fans and followers because of the high-paced nature of the game and the amount of sportsmen who play futsal on campus are actually quite quite uh, quite plural quite plural quite numerous in amount uh, I think if I'm not mistaken I'm just taking a step a jab in the dark here I think futsal is the largest sport played on campus I may be wrong I may be wrong because there's no statistic to back this up but that's probably why um, the, 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 the hype has swayed towards the futsal tournament in Nations Cup and because futsal is very close to football yeah so it, it also it, it, it cascades down into the football tournament as well yeah so in terms of pure entertainment as a newcomer I would strongly suggest you go to either the futsal games or the football games Certain, uh, to, to a lesser extent the football games because you need just you just need more players for the football team and, and as an international uh, contingent it's more difficult for you to find more hands and this ca- in this case feet. <laughs> so um, for futsal is played indoors right at the indoor court? In the sports complex. How, how, can you feed so many people? Like... Well, okay. The, in terms of are you asking in terms of fans? Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. So far in terms of fans I would say we've never really reached the triple figure mark. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean a hundred fans for a futsal game would be would be remarkable. Especially some in a competition at this level within the campus. So, but I would say it is very entertaining because of the high paced nature of the game. But at the same time, because it's indoors, you are in an enclosed arena, right? So that all the action is packed within that small, uh, small court. And within this small hall, you have the echoes working for you. So, a group of fans, maybe even 30 fans, 40 fans, sound like double. Yeah. yeah. So then that's where the chants and the singing comes in. A lot of fans, in, in during Nations Cup, people get very, very nationalistic and, and patriotistic. Patriotistic, yeah. So they start coming up with ways to support the team. 
So they come up with they bring they bring their national flags, they wave them they wave them proudly, they cheer them on, they create songs for the players and for the teams. So in the futsal situation, uh, the futsal tournaments they always play indoors. So you got the echo working for you and it just amplifies and lifts up the atmosphere to just levels above where it would usually be if it was on an open field. I guess it's easier to uh, know what's going on as well compared to football. Normally the field is very big. So mm. sometimes what happens on the other end, you can't really see clearly. That's true. That's yeah. true. So, but in football, like, every single thing you can see properly. Mm. Yeah, so I guess that, that's what helps. Uh, Proximity to the viewer. Yeah. Yes, I agree. Yeah. So um, is there any, anything that we would like... Uh, obviously, Nations Cup has like... The, of the time of our recording right now is... Almost half of it is done, the progress of Nations Cup. Well, the Nations Cup is scheduled to close on the 20th of November. Yeah. Um, then so um, we are nearing the end. Yeah. Do you have anything that you would like to see in the future for Nations Cup? Like maybe something to do? Well, I think in the sporting side of it, I mean, we have amazing athletes. Right. Sometimes we have swimmers that, that just completely romp to the gold medal for all events, you know, and it's, it's almost unfair. So in terms of the athletic capability of our students, I have no complaints whatsoever. However, as a fan, as a sports person, you know, I want to go, even though I'm, I, I play football, I play football and I play futsal, but I want to see how my, nas- how my nation is doing in other sports, in basketball, in swimming, in w- floorball, whatever it is, tennis. I want to know, and also not just for me as a, as a, as a Malaysian, but you know, I'm a sports person. I want to go and watch sports. I want to learn more about tennis. I want to learn more about badminton, squash, whatever it may be. So the coverage of these events, I feel, are severely lacking. Like they release a schedule. They release a schedule like, um, I think a week before the Nations Cup kicks off in the on the thirtieth uh, of October. Yes, thirtieth of October. They release a schedule for the entire month long. But they fail to provide any updates on what happens in any of the events. Yeah, that's true. There is an Instagram account, Nations Cup UNM. They post, okay, day one, what events are going on. Day two, what events are going on. And then in between, they put in a few pictures here and there. But they don't post results. They don't post progress. They don't track team performance. I mean, that's the critical information that you as a fan wants to know. I want to know how Malaysia are doing. If they made it to the next round. Where can I go and support them? How, how can I go and support them? You know, so I think the, in terms of like the level of performance, when I go there and watch the athletes, I'm, 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 I'm amazed. But in terms of the publicity and in terms of not really the commercialization, but in terms of the awareness of what's happening now in Nations Cup, I bet you if you go out there and you ask anyone really, what, 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 what's, what's going on today? Nobody knows, and for all we know, one of the, one, the guy who I'm asking, his friend or his close friend might be competing in a in 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 a Nations Cup final event right now. But we, as a supporter, as friends, don't know. So, in terms of coverage, I think a lot of work needs to be done, and a lot of a lot of potential really in coverage there is. So, what? I sound like Yoda. <laughs> a lot of potential in coverage. There is. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, yeah, I think that is the main thing that uh, Nations Cup needs to improve on. I guess I, I, I can relate to that because um, I like to play badminton. And normally, you know, for like big sporting events, for, 
like the global scope, right? Like for the Olympics or whatever, right? Mm. They normally show the standings of mm. like which country is like the top right now. Yes. I, I just couldn't find that anywhere, so I'm just like so curious, like if this is a nation's cup thing, so it's nation against nation, but there's no you don't show who's winning right now and like how did the how did our country do? So yes. it's just like in some ways it's not it's just asking us if you don't give us the information then we cannot even we won't even know that you want to support the, the, the events or stuff exactly exactly and your comparison with the olympics is spot on is spot on i remember the, was it 2016 london olympics 2016 was i don't it? think there's olympics during 2016 2014 2012 2012, 2012 yeah. london olympics yeah i remember uh I remember I was my family subscribed to the newspaper that that time, and every morning I would just flip, flip take the newspaper, flip it to the back page, and then we have the statistics, the rankings, the number of gold, number of silver, number of bronze, and then what happened in last in in last night's tennis match, what happened in the hundred meter sprint, you know, these kind of things. Otherwise, Usain Bolt would be a nobody, you know, without the proper coverage, without the proper media attention, you know. Some a marvel of an athlete could be on campus right now. For all we know, a national athlete could be playing in the sports complex right now, and we don't know about it. So that's just what just grinds my gears. Grinds my gears really. <laughs> yeah. So um, for the sport officer, who hopefully he's listening to this, is, is, is the sport officer handling uh, No, it is a it is a international sport uh, international students bureau. Oh yeah, it was, so for whoever uh, that's uh, organizing Next Nations Cup, we hope you listen to this and make some changes so that, you know, uh, obviously, you want the, because on campus there's not really a lot of big events going on, mm. so when you have one big event, we really hope that we, we can have all the students, you know, really get together and really have a good time together, basically. Mm. Sorry, I might be mistaken. It could be sports. Uh, International Sports, uh, International Students Bureau, I didn't mean to throw you under the bus there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize if I am wrong, but you know who you are if you are the organizer listening. Yeah. All right. So uh, I think, uh, do you have anything to add on before we end the conversation? Well, the Malaysia versus the rest of the world. Oh my God. I wish you were there. I could tell you the story like you, I, I could paint a picture for you like as if you were there. Would you like me to tell, to, to, to yeah, yeah, sure. Okay. So basically, Malaysia and the, well, in football, in, okay, let me just go back a few seconds. Malaysia, Football is the biggest sport played in the country. And when it comes to um, sporting events, our football games, they, they are second to no, no other sporting events in the country. Whenever our national team, play, national team plays, unless, with exception, Datuk Lee Chong Wei plays badminton. Yeah, yeah. Right. So our national football team gets most of the sporting attention. And the same case can be said about on campus. And that is that is no fluke because we have good talent here on campus, and then coming up coming up against the rest of the world team, whom we have, whom the Malaysia team have had history against, they have been always neck and neck with each other. It's always been a fiery rivalry between these two teams, Malaysia and the rest of the world. So the Malaysia team this year consisted of a very young core. So then they have one or two experienced players, but most of them are very young. So they're like very raw. Right. So coming up against the rest of the world team who have consistently made it to the last four, uh, to the final four teams, to, okay, like, who have consistently made it to the top four teams in the Nations Cup football for the past five years. So they have been perennial, um, perennial performers all the way up to the final four. 
So it's 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 two contrasting teams here. You have one of a young and vibrant core, and you have another set of players who are experienced and who veterans, veterans who have actually not won the Nations Cup football title yet and are dying to win. Oh, they are dying to win. Coming up against a Malaysia side who are filled with youth and ambition. So this was a match made in heaven, in my opinion. The game started at 8 p.m. Uh, the rest of the world took the lead. It was a, uh, it was a long shot from from one of the star players. How long was it? The game was supposed to last 20 minutes, 20 minutes. Two halves of 20 minutes. Right, and then, like, I think it's like five minutes half time in between. So in the first half, it was a very cagey affair because the teams know knew each other quite well. Right, they play each other. They play they play each other very often uh, in regular futsal, social futsal. Right, so they know each other. And then when the game kicked off, it was a very cagey affair. They were already very cautious of each other's abilities, but the rest of the world. As cautious as they were, they proceeded with experience. They knew what to do in certain circumstances. And they took the lead in the first half, 1-0. It was an amazing goal from one of the most experienced players and by the and by far the most talented, Dean. Uh, yeah, He took a shot from halfway line and it arrowed towards the bottom corner out of the keeper's reach. Yeah. And then, halftime. Malaysia were already feeling the pressure. They thought they were, you know, it was one. It was only one nil at the time. So they thought, okay, maybe we stand a chance, right? Just don't let our heads drop. Second half comes in, and then the rest of the world take the game by the scruff of the neck again. And one of the players, uh, Musonda, a friend of mine, actually, he was wearing, uh, I think he was wearing his dancing shoes that day okay. because uh, when he scored the second goal, he danced. He, oh boy, did he dance! He was, he had, he. I don't know. He he had magic feet that very very second, and he is not known to have very fast feet actually. So he just twinkled his twinkle toe past two Malaysian players and just smacked the ball past the keeper into the top corner out of his reach. Two nil. The rest of the world. Oh boy, Malaysia's heads dropped. But then you know there was a there was a silent defiance in the Malaysia team. They knew they could do it. They knew that they knew that something was going to fall their way, right? So they piled on the pressure. Two 0 down. Odds were completely against them. And then one of their one of one of by far one of our most more talented young players, uh, Martin, he 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 put Malaysia goal back with a bullet header. It was uh, oh my god! Two keepers in that goal won't save it. <laughs> really, and I'm speaking of on behalf of the of this rest of the world goalkeeper who is by far one of the best goalkeepers I've seen, and he was unable to save it. No chance whatsoever. So Malaysia were back. Malaysia were back 2-1. There's hope again. There's, there's hope again. The supporters came and started chanting again. You know, in, in, in the Malaysia football, in, the, in national Malaysia football, right, um, we have the Malaysian ultras. So what they are is like they're a huge, uh, I'll, I'll just speed things up. Okay? So uh, they're a huge group of people who just sing and sing and sing and sing to support the Malaysian team. So the fans on the sidelines of the Nations Cup picked it up and they started uh, they started like uh, singing at the top of their lungs to support the national team. Uh, then Malaysia came back 2-2. Oh, okay. Malaysia came back 2-2. They did it. They, did, they completed the comeback. And in the dying embers of the game, they completed the comeback 3-2. They led. They led, oh, wow. they led the game 3-2. So from 2-0 down to 3-2 up, we thought we, thought we were going to win it. Then we, we thought it was done. Then we collapsed. We, we let in another one, 3-3. So it was brought into extra time. And then Malaysia really went for it because they thought, oh shit, we already had the chance to win. And we lost it and we're going to go and get it again. 
then they got they they overextended and they lost five three. Oh. Yeah, but it was a very thrilling game on. It was very entertaining on the neutrals on the neutrals neutrals perspective. Hey, thank you so much for that interesting commentary. I would say I feel like I was there myself. <laughs> to be honest, okay, but you know, really appreciate your you being here and thank you so much for sharing your experience with us. We hope to we hope that we can see you again in the future. All right, thank you so much, Ken. Thank you so much. Thank you. My name is Adam Arif. Welcome back to another episode guys, so today we are joined by another guest, uh, his name is Adam and he is the captain for the football team for Malaysia for this nation club, so please introduce yourself, uh, Adam. Hello, uh, uh, my name is Adam Arif, uh, basically studying, I'm in my first year doing FAM. Uh, first of all, I would like to thank uh, Mr. Rishi and Mr. Ken for inviting me for this uh, recording session. Uh, I'm looking forward to, for today's session. For it's quite young for a uh, first year to be a captain, right? So tell us a bit about um, the captaincy. You know, um, first time captaining your country, how does it feel? Go oh, true. Uh, first of all, I would say I'm definitely privileged to to be able to captain my f- uh, the football team for Malaysia. Uh, it's really an honor. Uh, I how would I, how would I say this? It's only my second appearance for Nations Cup. During my foundation, I've uh, played for Malaysia, so I I I'm still basically still understanding how this tournament works and like how the management deals with this with the team and stuff like that, registration and etc. So when uh, they announced, uh, when they were when they have informed me about the tournament and uh, the date of of it happening. Uh, is one uh, one of my fellow mates, uh, my also my teammate in my in the futsal in, in the university futsal team. Uh, thankfully, he has given me the responsibility to handle the team, and of course, with with the experience that I have, uh, I gladly accepted it and uh, was really looking forward to bringing Malaysia to win the game. If I'm not mistaken, you guys had a. Exciting semi-final match that day. Indeed, it was. What was true? What happened that day? It was fantastic, bro. I have to admit. Uh, despite the loss, mm, I really wanted to uh, congratulate the, my the Malaysian players for giving a very very good performance for showing the never die spirit, and uh, you know the win or loss. It's it's a tradition. It's a culture of the game. You know, it's either you win or you lose. That's it. So I believe that. Everyone should just learn. Uh, when we lose, we just learn. We take the good side of it and throw away the bad side. So it's a very good lesson. Uh, but throughout the game, uh, they were leading 2-0. It was very, very thrilling. Uh, somehow, uh, the Malaysian team got back 3-2. Fantastic game. Uh, unluckily, the rest of the world equalized at the very last minute. So it had to go on to extra time and... Uh, Probably stamina wise, fact, uh, fitness factor played a part, and also the because it's not easy to play a full game with that kind of fitness. You know, you need for fitness you need to have a, it affects your mental as well. So, uh, nevertheless, uh, I also would like to thank the fans for cheering us. I think that played a huge part in coming back from two nil down. Yeah. See, so 
do you see yourself still captaining Malaysia next year to try and go for the goal again? Hopefully, hopefully. Uh, but for me, I think uh, what's more important is the. It's not really the captain of the team, but all. But most importantly, is the will to play the game. That's that's the most important thing, and also attitude. I think that's that for me is the most important factor. Uh, a leader is just someone to guide you throughout the game. That's it. So, um, do you throughout your two years uh, playing in this company, do you have a like, specific team or opponent that you like to play the most? Of course, uh, I've uh, have a bit mixed feelings because last year uh, we lost to Egypt in the final, mm. and uh, this year uh, we lost to rest of the world in the semi-finals. So. Also, I'm. It's a bit unfortunate for me because uh, I wasn't able to play a single game because I picked up an injury right before the tournament starts. So, uh, so I, instead, I I had to do what I had to do, which was just guide and motivate the players. So, about the team that I would like to take revenge most is uh, most probably rest of the world because. The uh, the win that they had the other day was just too painful. Uh, <laughs> yeah, understandable. Understandable. Probably next year semi final will be Egypt against the rest of the world. Then you can you guys can just play them in the final. Yes, indeed. Yeah. <laughs> it's easier draw. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, do you, how was the preparations like for Nations Cup? Do you think it's a bit more different? Guys uh, like prepare a lot for for the tournament. Uh, Preparation-wise, as we are just as we are still students, and uh, this tournament also uh, clashes with our schedule as well, so we're very 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 busy. But from last year's perform, last year's uh, comparison, what I can compare is that through the chats that we have in the group, it kind of motivates us to go for it for the next game. Every game before the uh, the night before, we always remind each other that we can win this and you know give support and motivation words I think that that also played a key factor as well uh, because Malaysia is such a strong contender in the nation's game right because uh, Malaysia obviously is majority of the people in campus so obviously they will have more people contributing to the most events so mm-hmm. it's easier to for Malaysia to win uh, in most events so do you think that's uh, pressure for because Malaysia are such famous. Do you guys feel a bit pressure? Oh, uh, I agree. Rightfully, yeah, it's because you know it's the University of Nottingham Malaysia. So by by right, <laughs> we should be the one who conquers the the game. But you know about pressure, I would say not really because uh, despite being here in Malaysia, uh, I don't feel that one should be pressured to win a game because when when you step onto the pitch it's just it's just your team and you sometimes it is about it, it, it is true that you are bringing you are carrying the nation's pride the pride of the nation but like you know sometimes when you go onto the pitch you forget everything you just have to play your game so I believe that you just focused and uh, stay focused yeah so um, since you're playing nation's for two years yeah do you, what do you expect? What do you wish that the Cup can improve on for the following years? Uh, for the nation, for the following years, uh, I would probably see a better and more detailed uh, management. Yeah, uh, as we have heard, uh, there were some issues, uh, some conflicts this year. So it was. It's really a, 
disturbing to some students because you know uh, we it's a very very busy month and uh, we have to focus on a lot of things and uh, slight m- misjudgments can't be happening in this now basically so I just hope that they will have a better management yeah, that's it so uh, before we end our conversation is there anything you would like to uh, tell the audience uh, to the audience I would like to to those who have been supporting us all this while I would like to really 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 thank you for spending your time to, to be at the field for being at the field for being at the court to support us uh, I wish you guys can uh, you all can give us more support and to cheer us to win uh, as we are still on course for the bronze medal uh, for football against Sudan this Friday and also the semi-finals against Sri Lanka on Monday so I really really hope that you all you Malaysians can be there to support us Okay, so uh, thank you so much, Alan, for coming on the podcast. We really appreciate you being here. So, and we wish you all the best for future fun. Alright, thank you, Ken. Thank you very much. So, uh, hey guys, welcome back to another episode. So, uh, right now we have a different guest with us. He's Osman, which is the team captain for football and also for the rest of the world. So, say hi, Osman. Hi, everyone. Okay, so Osman, uh, tell us a bit about your team so far, how are they progressing in the nation's cup? Uh, for our team in futsal, we played last game against Maldives in the quarterfinals. Uh, we won the game for, it was 2-0, if I correct. Uh, in football, we played two days ago against Malaysia in the semi-final, uh, a dramatic game. Uh, with extra time, finished 5-3 for the rest of the world. Uh, is this your first time captaining the rest of the world? Or is you have you are a veteran, you have experienced before? Uh, this is my second time participating in Nations Cup. I participated last year. Uh, for last year, we won the futsal against Malaysia in the final. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got the gold medal. Uh, for football, unfortunately, we lost the semis mm-hmm. uh, to Egypt 1-0. And we got the bronze. Uh, after we won the third place match against Sri Lanka. So um, in the previous years or during Nations Cup, do you have a specific opponent that you would like to face the most? Uh, you enjoy playing with them the most? Yeah, literally last year my aim was like, I had rivalry with one of my friends, actually my team captain for Nottingham, Omar, uh, futsal team captain. So he was leading Egypt last year in futsal. So my aim was not letting him win. <laughs> so and lucky us, we we met them in the semi-finals and we beat them there. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, so that's one you can like banter with him. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Beat you that. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So um, what do you think is different from last year and this year? The nature Is the team a bit different, or do you guys feel the same players? Yeah. Most of the team is still the same, but we missed crucial players. Uh, like Nitro, he left, he graduated, but still we, we managed to recruit some newcomers, it was okay. So um, obviously Nations Cup is one of the biggest events in, uh, in Nottingham, right? Yeah. So um, do you guys have any special preparations that you guys do in, for the Nations Cup? Actually, the funny, the funny thing is that we, we don't prepare. Actually, the first time we, we, we signed up for Nations Cup, mm-hmm. I, I managed to gather the players because I knew them all, but they didn't know each other. 
So the first time we play uh, futsal, I introduced them to each other in the court before the game. Oh, so, <laughs> so the first time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So we we you don't usually have any training sessions, and, and uh, so I'm lucky to have uh, talented players in my team. <laughs> That's it. No, normally, um, just curious for the rest of the world, right? Um, normally, yeah. uh, is it hard or is it easy to find players? It is really really difficult because. Uh, not many people are interested in futsal and football and if they are they will be playing for their respective countries so oh, okay. it's very difficult to find someone from a foreign country that is not participating in nation's cup normally uh, inside the rest of the world uh, that, that that country right the rest of the world that team yeah. normally what countries would stand out the most do you have like or is it like random countries or it's countries? it's random there's, there's no certain countries for the rest of the world. I think the first team that won uh, uh, the gold the rest of the world was our team last year. Uh, before that, I don't think they managed to reach any finals. Oh. Yeah. So, uh, last year, you were the only one that won the gold for the rest of the world? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, w would you say that um, uh, other... Do you think uh, futsal and football is the strongest event for the rest of the world? Yeah. I would believe so. This would be your final Nations Cup, right? Yeah. In Nottingham. So for two years that you play Nations Cup, well, how does it feel? Like, you know, to play two years of Nations Cup. Do you think that's a little bit different from this year's Nations Cup to last year's? Uh, I don't. I think this year I'm more more determined to win the football. Because the, awesome. yeah, yeah, last year that that's the only reason actually I'm participating. Otherwise, I was not that interested. Because usually, rest of the worlds are are in a weak spot. Mm. Uh, usually, Malaysia is like the top team. Mm. Usually, uh, uh, the Malaysian players play for the Nottingham team. Like for for example, the football team. All of them are in the football team first team. So they have like a major advantage. Yeah, so it's very difficult for us. Uh, I mean. Malaysia game, they, they fought really well. We, it was really tough, but because uh, our the players that came this year for the rest of the world, they're really talented. Mm. So that's why we had a chance. Last year also, most of the players, the 70% of them are the same. So that's the only reason. Why. Would you say, uh, obviously you said you only joined this Nations Cup because you haven't won the football medal. Yeah. So what if you didn't manage to win the gold medal this year? Will you consider joining again next year? Yes, definitely. <laughs> so your only goal is to get the gold medal. Yeah. For football. I think it will affect my decision next year, like a lot if I didn't win this year. Okay. But I don't see the possibility of me losing this year because oh, uh, so yeah yeah I'm fully invested in this <laughs> so do you think your team is stronger this year compared to last year uh, I would I don't think it's stronger than last year because there's mu not much difference but I think this year we're more focused mm -hmm. we are we are more experienced as you can say last time it was like first time yeah, yeah. so now you guys play a yeah. little bit each other more you guys know yeah. each other yeah really well. yeah so, um, I think, is there anything that you want to say to the audience? Like, is there anything you want to say before you, know, you go into battle to try and get that gold medal? Yeah. Uh, uh, I would hope to, to have like support. 
from everyone because I think rest of the world they don't have audience. Oh, that's yeah. that's our main problem. In in all the games we see all other countries chanting yeah. for their team and we don't have anyone. So it would be lovely to see people supporting the rest of the world. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so uh, I think that's all. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Thank yeah. you so much for being on the podcast. We really appreciate it. Hello, I'm Shen. Hey guys, welcome back. So today we have another guest with us. Shen, which is the captain of the Malaysian Futsal team for the Nations Cup. So Shen, please introduce yourself. Hello, I'm Shen. I'm a Futsal team captain for Malaysia. Uh, I've been playing Nations Cup for four years now. Oh, four years. Okay, well, that's a long time. So um, Shen, tell us a bit about your journey in Nations Cup since you've been playing for four years. Uh, have you been captaining your? Have you been the captain of Malaysia for four years as well? No, no, no. Uh, I've only stepped up the previous year, so this is the second year. Okay, so um, from uh, the previous conversation with uh, Amir, uh, I just heard about the story from this this year's semi final where Malaysia unfortunately lost to the rest of the world. Yeah, so um, do you have any thoughts about that? Um. If I'm not mistaken, Rishi told me that this was your last year captaining Malaysia. Yeah, this is the last year studying in Malaysia. Yeah. So, uh, the game was a tough game. Uh, my boys did very well. They gave all. They gave their all. We were losing two zero trailing, yeah. and they yeah. fought back to win three two, and then we then considered and brought into extra time, and we considered another two goals. Uh, we do have. A bit of disadvantages because personally, I wasn't there for the semi-finals. Oh, yeah, were you in No, uh, I had to go somewhere. I, I wasn't available for oh, the weekend. And our captain for football team, he was injured. So we were down to eight players. And there's seven to play, so we have one substitute. And the rest of the world obviously have all of their men available, 10 of them. And when it goes to extra time, there's a lot of fatigue yeah. and the team with substitutes are more advantageous. Mm. So, um, during your f- uh, four years playing Nations Cup, um, how, how does it feel, for play, playing for four years, right? Do you feel any different this year? Or, or from the four years, do you think anything changed from Nations Cup? Or do you think it's getting better every year or do you think it's getting worse every year? Nations Cup itself, it's it's very high in our uni. So I mean, the the event itself, I won't say it changes a lot, but what the event means to me changes a lot because we haven't been able to get a goal for for futsal or football for us since the four years that we I played. So each year we get hungrier and hungrier. Of course, it's my final year also and. It's do or die this year. So, so obviously, I feel maybe you be a bit regret because you know, obviously it's your last year studying in Malaysia. So, I assume this is your last Nations Cup as well. Uh yeah, but we are not out of the game yet. We have, we still have futsal to play. Mm. We are currently at quarter final, uh, semi finals. Mm. We just won the quarter finals and we are going into semi finals. So that's still going to be played out. Do you have a specific? Obviously, from what I heard from Amir, he said that you know, the most exciting 
um, events for Nations Cup were the futsal and football matches. Right. So, is there any opponent that you look forward to every year? Previous every year is different. The rivalry is different. Okay. So, previous year Sudan was very strong, but their players graduated, and then Egypt was strong, and then their players graduated, and currently. The the other strongest team that I look at right now is the rest of the world. It's the biggest rival for this this year's Nations Cup. So you would say they are the favorites. Uh, I won't say they are the favorites. I say we are the favorites, mm. but we are pretty equally matched. Okay, so, uh, what was the preparations like for the, the Nations Cup? Obviously, you guys won the gold very bad. So. Do you guys like train uh, every day or like what was the training schedule? Do you guys like have specific preparation? We don't train for Nations Cup, Nations Cup itself. But all of our players representing Malaysia, we are the university team. We play for university team in both futsal and football team. So we do have regular trainings in futsal and football team. So the preparation going into games is more of a tactical approach on how we address this team and how we address the other team. Mm. But the uh, normal training sessions will, will be the regular with the school team. Yeah. So uh, is there anything that uh, so is there anything that you miss the most after your team, mm. after your Nations Cup ended? Of course, uh, playing for playing Nations Cups is is the best in uh, among all the tournaments that we play inside the uni. Because Nations Cup is always the most hyped tournament. So I'll definitely miss playing Nations Cup. So uh, is there anything that you would like to uh, tell the audience or something? Like maybe a message to the fans who supported Malaysia along the way or anything? Uh, Thank you for the fans, of course. They they always come to our games to watch us and support us. But we always lack our voices in the game. Like, for example, Egypt, they don't have the numbers, but they have a united chance in the games and it helps the players a lot in spiritually and for their fighting spirit. We have the numbers, Malaysia's, Malaysian fans that comes and watch the games, but we don't bring out the, the energy. Yeah. Yeah. They are, they are actively supporting, but we don't, we are not, we don't have a united chance you know to to be to to be louder mm. in so the they, game they're more like cheering but yeah. not as loud as the Egyptians yeah yeah sort of and like people cheer different things and cheer players and all but it's just different in that way okay uh, so uh, I think that's all thank you so much for coming on uh, we hope we wish you luck for the for the semi-finals Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much.